0: So, this morning we are starting a new series called Rooted. Rooted. Amen? Rooted. That's the series that we are starting. We are going to be... This is a heritage month. So, we always do a series in the September month that has to do with heritage. And on the 25th of September is our Heritage Day. Is our Heritage Sunday. So... I will encourage you on that Sunday to wear something that represents your culture, your tribe. Amen? Me, I'm a Ngoni man. So, you saw what, what Timber and... Uh, can you switch on the light for this guy? Don't forget this guy. They're also in church, eh? <laughs> I want to see them, eh? <laughs> that thing that Timber and Sansa uh, are wearing, we also wear that. And we wear the the besho. We call it the besho. I don't even know what we call it in my uh, language, but we wear that as well. So, but but we wear a short inside that thing. (laughs) 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 I came... (laughs) I came with a basho at church one day. I preached in a basho, and I preached with that thing. And one of the ladies, can you imagine, says, oh, but pastor, you are improperly dressed. I said, why? He says, we don't put a short in. <laughs> I said, come on. <laughs> you can't say that to the pastor. But uh, a, you know, yeah, so put on a short if you come with that thing on, on the heritage there. Again, we also carry a spear and the shield, but because it's church, avoid that spear thing. <laughs> we don't want you when you get angry, you know, to shower somebody. But, but what we are going to do is that we will come and we are going to just uh, wear up our traditional clothing the way, the way that we usually look at a wedding. You know, let's have that feel, let's have that look, and the person who is going to wear the best uh of that you know we are going to and 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 we are going to somebody with also some great personality you know you don't just wear it but we want it we want your personality to come out <laughs> then we will give you a prize one price for a man and one price for a woman amen so let's 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 make it as fun as possible on the 25th of uh uh september amen so Today we're going to look at rooted in culture, the next week we will look at rooted in tradition, and then we will finish with rooted in Christ. Amen? So we're going to look at those uh, three concepts. And um, Okay, Our, that thing is off, so give me a, a, a phone so that I don't go over time. Sorry about about that, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shadi. Okay. Otherwise, I can speak for a long time, you know, not knowing that it's one hour and that. Okay, so we are going to be rooted in culture. Now, culture, a lot of people have a lot of sentimental value to their culture. Uh, Don't worry, Shadi. We will use a a phone. eh? So culture is is uh, is learned. Amen. Where is it? This is my wife's phone. Okay. I'll I'll see what I can do here. Okay. So culture is something that we learn. You know, nobody is born with a culture. No matter how sentimental you could be about your culture, truth of the matter is that culture is something that you learned, and uh, I will give you an example of a friend of mine who, him and his wife, you know, they had a a, a baby, a girl, and uh, about the girl grew, and she's now about, uh, is it 11, 12? She didn't have any sibling. And they really felt, you know, they wanted to have at least more than one child. So what did they do? They went out and they adopted the child. Now you must understand, they adopted the child, uh, they are white, and the child is a black boy. You know, so one day, me and him went out to uh, where our kids were doing things. So as the kids were doing things, what happened was that his son and him, it's natural. They were also playing, and I was also playing with my children and everything. And then we started laughing because we saw how people were looking at this. And so he says to me, he says, hey, you see these guys? They think that, hey, this guy really loves his friend's child (laughs) Because, because he's a black boy. And uh, they thought that he's a very nice uncle, you see. But it's his son. Now, that boy may have Zulu parents. Okay? That boy may have Zulu parents. I want you this morning, and he lives in in Austin in the U.S. Now, I want you to tell me... uh, if he is going to be a Zulu? Is he? So what is being a Zulu? Is it being black? If you, you as a Zulu parent adopted a white child and you raised that white child as a Zulu, is it not a Zulu because he's white? so we must think about that because some of us become very very connected to our culture to such an extent that we feel like our culture is our our identity meanwhile we were just taught about that that boy speaks like bring me (laughs) water and he was born in South Africa they adopted him here in South Africa Well, he says, how are you, Uncle Ken? It's good to see you, man. (laughs) He's got nothing like, hey, how are you today? Mm -hmm. You see, he's got nothing to do with his... So what is culture? What is culture? Culture is simply a way that people learn... How to live within the environment where they find themselves. That is why culture is at various levels. You have family culture. Two people living in the same township, in the same estate, two families don't have the same culture. One house, the kids wash the plates, in the other house, the kids don't. It's a culture. You can also have community culture where people within a certain community behave in a particular way. You know? And uh, when you go to another community, they behave in, that, in a different way. Where did they... they you don't born with genes of culture. It's like whatever you do, that is how you are going to be. You, we just learned these things, amen? There's also national culture. The Chinese people behave completely different from Kenyans when it comes to national culture. But even organizations and companies and churches and all those things, they have different types of cultures. So, when we are thinking about culture, let us stop becoming very, very sentimental as if it is something that, you know, uh, is in our blood. There is no Zulu suit to blood running in. No Shona blood running in you. There's just blood. <laughs> Amen? And so, we have to be careful that we don't elevate culture to a status where it is not supposed to be. Is culture a good thing? Culture is great. Without it. We cannot survive. Because within the culture, that's where we learn discipline. That's where we learn a lot of things about life. If there is no culture, we can't do that. Now, I want us to look at these five things very quickly. The first thing is that no one is born with culture. Second, we learn culture. Then the third important thing is that within every culture, there are moral things and amoral things not immoral but amoral things what are amoral things? Eh? Rodney what is amoral things? money yeah something that is neutral thank you Rodney they are moral things and amoral things Many times, people, they, they, uh, they, they obsess about amoral things. I don't obsess about amoral things. Because amoral things, things that, don't, that are neutral, are, they don't bother me when somebody's doing it, it's in their culture. And us as Christians, many times, we, 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 we try to make people uncomfortable when they are doing certain things that are within their culture that are amoral, unless something has got morality attached to it, you can't say that it is your culture to commit adultery. Because that is got morality attached to it. But you can't tell me that wearing a a green dress at your wedding It means that you are not married It's amoral The color of the dress Has got nothing to do with Getting married You see that The the fourth thing that we have to understand About a culture It's not just that there are moral And amoral things within a culture Is that because we were created In the image of God Even Cultures Without infusing Christianity in them, they are good things in every culture. It's got nothing to do with Christianity, Islam, or anything. Just because we were created in the image of God, the fact that we are children of God, it doesn't matter. That is why some of us as Christians... We have to be very careful the way that we treat our unsaved relatives. We have all this uh, good, like like we feel because we are Christians, so it means we are superior to people that are not saved. It is not true. I see a lot of people, somebody comes to me and says, "Ah, you know, at home, you know, they're they're going to be unveiling a tombstone. But you know we don't do those things. Who told you? Who told you you don't unveil tombstones? It's just somebody passed away... and you want to unveil the tombstone. What is wrong with that? Just because somebody came and told us that that is... Let me tell you something. You have to be careful... to see within a culture... Everything within a culture that it's evil just because it's not part and many things that we call Christianity are not Christianity they are just a cultural thing from another country It's like it's like this bottle the important thing here is not the bottle The important thing here is what? Water Water. <clears throat> yeah, it's water. <laughs> but you see the problem with many of us. We think the bottle is what is important. And we were told your bottle is terrible. No. If it can hold that water. So you have, you have people. I, I, I have people. Look, me, I did a white wedding. Eh? So when I say this, don't get offended. eh? But I see people they marry they say I, you know this year we'll just do a traditional wedding and next year we will do a white wedding so I'm like so the white is not traditional because remember it's somebody's tradition you see so so you f- you find uh, other people have even taken ten years raising money for a white wedding because they don't feel that they are married because they didn't wear a white wedding. Let me tell you something: you can wear a skin of a goat and get married. Yes, yes. In, in, in every culture, there are good things. But there are also, because we are a fallen people, in every culture, there are things that are immoral, that have been overtaken by the enemy. So, when you are looking at a culture, look at a culture with objectivity, not Looking at it as if they're Christian and uh, non Christian things and stuff like that. Look at a culture. Is this thing morally okay or is this thing not morally okay? Is this thing got some spiritual connotations that if I do it, I've got, I'm going to expose myself to some spiritual problems or is it okay? If it is done within a culture, myself, I'm fine. I will do it. I don't even do it with any guilt. Because you see, when, when 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 people came, for example, the missionaries are the ones that really messed it up for us a lot. Because they came with water. I don't deny the fact that they brought us water. But they made us. Instead of saying, get this water, put it in your container, they said, My container is nice. You see that? We don't want your container. Give us the water, but the container, we want our own container. <laughs> that is how, that is how we, do, we do things. You see, so in every culture, there are good and bad things. Good because we are God's people created in his image. Bad because we have an enemy that always wants to infuse things within the culture that are bad Now because Because we are, That is why you know Paul In Romans chapter 12 Paul warns us of the dangers Of conforming to the prevailing Cultural elements That may be against God's standard of righteousness He does not Warn us Against our culture he warns us against things within the culture that are against the morality that God has set. And so that's why you'd find that a lot of us as Africans, we really hate being an African. Because we feel like being an African is something inferior. And that is why, you know, when, 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 we, when we, uh, the church started in Africa and all those things, they said, you know, when you're beating drums, you are calling... Uh, spirits And now All the, the shops They have nice drums With the skin of a cow And then they tell us That now we have make it nice. Guys <laughs> 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 Romans chapter 12 verse 1 It says don't copy Verse 2 it says don't copy The behavior and customs Of this world But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I'm reading reading from the New Living Translation. Now, God wants you not to conform to the things within the culture that are not good for you. But not everything, you just discard your culture. No, manjaminang mzalwane manch. All of you are sinners. You know? I am not even going to come to the funerals anymore. I'm not going to do whatever you guys are just, no, you don't do stuff like that. That is why us as bazalwane, a lot of people think that we are proud. Because we treat people without even knowing. Give them water. And let them use their own container. Period. Water is good, yes. But we can't force people to use the container that I am using. So when when I when the Bible says, don't be conformed to the image, don't be conformed to the customs, don't be conformed, it's not talking about abandoning everything. You know? That uh, in, 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 in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, it says, The Lord had said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. Now, when you look at that scripture, it is, it is helping us to understand that there are some times that we have to abandon certain things within a culture if those things are going to hold us back from God's purpose for our lives. Amen? And when you do that, you don't become another person. You just you remain a suitable person who does not just do certain things that have crept into our culture because our cultures are all having fallen people in them. I remember I told you a story about the fact that uh, when my father died, when my father died as a Ngoni man, they, they uh, thought that uh, he needs to be appeased for him not to make problems for us, this side of life. You know, him is passed away, so they said we have to do certain things for him to be a sleeping eh? So they said we have to cook a chicken in certain herbs, and we have to speak to him, and we have to do all kinds of things to, uh, to make him sleep well. So, the other thing that we also do when we are burying a person who is older uh, is that we, we, don't, we don't bury them like that. We bury them like this. So, you dig the grave like that and you bury them outside there so that the soil does not touch them. You know, it's all those things. Now, you see, it's just burying my dad. I can't go there and say, hey, guys, we're burying him straight. Whether we bury him like this or like that or like that, he's buried. Those are immoral things. We don't waste time on things like that. And when when the elders are doing those things, me, I'm just watching. They said, now the other thing that we do is that we take the the cow skin that we, we kill a cow. You take the skin of the cow that you have killed. And you close him in from the soil, eh? So you, you, you close him in here. How I, I was closing him in. <laughs> We're just closing him in. Now you, uh, other people will be like, no, that cow, the, that, the cow, we ate it. And we, we waste time and we make people feel uncomfortable over things that are, they don't have anything. It's soil and skin. And somebody we are burying. But when it came to a place where I started to feel that this thing is now becoming spiritual, then my water kicks in. Then when they told me we are going to be talking to someone and we're going to cook things and stuff like that, I said, No, can I ask for something? I just want to talk to you a little bit. And then I said to the oldest man that was leading the whole procession, I said to him, My mother was there, my elder brother was there, and my elder sisters, my two elder sisters were there. I could see that they they want to say something, but they don't have the courage. (laughs) Because (laughs) Because with me, I, when it comes to a place where I know that this one is not going well, I, I always talk. So I said, Baba, I want to talk. He says, no problem, go ahead. I said, I will eat the chicken. <laughs> I don't refuse to eat the chicken. But what I know is that my father is in heaven. <laughs> and what I know is that he is not, he, he, looked, he worked very hard to raise me up now that he's dead he can't be killing my children (laughs) now that he's dead he can't be causing my things not to be going well the more that when he was alive that man worked day and night why when he's dead now that he should be killing my children and not doing and that's why you want us to be eating stuff with those things so i said to him i don't refuse to eat the chicken Give me the chicken. Me and my siblings, we will cook the chicken. And you will join us for prayer. And you know what happened? Because I did it in a very respectful way. I didn't say you are sinners. I didn't say you are going to hell. I didn't say this tradition is a, well, This is old stuff. The way other people do it. You're, you're old. What can you tell me? Old. Those people have been around for a long time. You don't mess. So, in a respectful way, you know what happened? He joined us for prayer. And he took the the stuff that he came with, bundled them nicely, put them in a bag. (laughs) Yeah! In a respectful way. Put them in a bag, and him and the other elders sat there, and now, I started to lead the prayer. And then the chicken, we didn't cook it immediately. The chicken was tied, it was on the side while we were praying. <clears throat> it's about 15 years ago. My father has been sleeping very comfortably. <clears throat> <laughs> you see, it's very important that we have to, when it comes to issues of culture, there are a lot of things that we think are Christian that are just things that are from another culture, and then we make our own people uncomfortable in the name of Christianity. And Jesus looks at us and says, oh, no, 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 Ken, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. You are dead. Now, am I saying that there are no, no things in a culture that are wrong? That's not what I'm saying. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4, it says, If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ who is the exact likeness of God. Now, there are certain elements within our culture that have been hijacked by the God of this world. But it doesn't mean that a whole culture can be hijacked. It becomes very difficult To stand up against a cultural norm when you do it without an understanding that within every culture, there are good things and within every culture, there are bad things. When you have that framework, it's going to be very easy for you to see which one of these two is happening and even when you are refusing to do something You are not going to refuse in a way that makes other people uncomfortable. You see, God does not teach us, I don't see anywhere in the Bible where God says that for you to become a Christian, you must convert from your culture. You have to be a Christian who is a Zulu. You have to be a Christian who is a Sutu, But there is that thing about being yourself, being an African, that does not get affected just because you are a Christian. You see what I mean? So, in every, every culture, when you are dealing with people, don't label the culture as bad or as good. A culture is just a way of living, and within it there are good and bad things. God does not say, "Now you must." You, you, you know, um, in in our in our, the culture that I grew up in, when a person is getting married, the older ladies they take the girl and they stay with her for maybe about two or three days and they teach the girl about marriage not Christian marriage but marriage okay now here is something that I want to ask you a question when that culture was intact we didn't see 1% of divorces Now we are civilized. Everybody, it's just a paper. We divorce. 50% of marriages end up in divorce today. Even in church. You know why? Because it's not, a, it's not, it's not teaching somebody to, to be respectful, teaching somebody to... Be honorable, teaching somebody to do things. It's got nothing to do with being Christian or not being Christian. It's got everything to do with how to live life. And then we say, no, me, I'm a Christian. I'm not going to go and get those old women teach me about these things. Let me tell you, let those women teach you about those things. But when you are with them, there are just certain things you can tell them, but you know what, uh, Mama? I think there you're going a little bit too far. It's, it's, it's not a problem. But you can't label just the whole thing and say that it's evil. You know? And that's what we have done to a lot of things because us as Africans, it's very easy for us to sell out in the name of civilization. And then we get ourselves into all kinds of problems, and then we realize it had nothing to do with Christianity. Because even Christianity itself came through a culture. And even Paul had a lot of cultural issues that he had to deal with. And when he went into a culture, he had to respect cultural norms, and there are some of them that he says, but no, this eating of blood... Remove it. This offering of things to idols, remove it. But one, two, three things, you can continue doing it. Do you know why? That is how we live our lives. You know, the the, 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 the yardstick that you can use to look into a culture is not just whether something is Christianity or is not Christianity. Is it good or bad? Is it evil or is it okay is it righteous or not righteous but you can't just say just because it's african then then it's 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 uh, something that is bad amen? amen now there's so many of us <clears throat> that feel very uncomfortable with discussions like the one that i have i'm having today because obviously when you have been growing up you know there's so many things that have happened now you have been saved and there's this Pastor now that is telling you that it's fine to be an African. You know, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to embrace everything. I've already mentioned, there are things you have to watch out. You know, I gave you an example of uh, I, I think a couple of, a couple of months uh, is it a month or two ago, I was telling you me talking to my sister, and they were telling me my father's grave is uh, broken. When I saw it there, when I went to see my mother, it was broken. So me and how we have been talking. We're going to, to mend it. And then I say to her, I'm like, you know, when we mend this, you know, we have to call people to come and uh, elders of the village, you know, to come and be with us. We will lead this thing, but it's, it's, it's good if we can call them. Obviously, those guys are going to come with their own ideas, isn't it? But the fact that you are honorable enough to call people to come, they know that you have respect for your culture. But this same man, this same person has made a very serious cultural problem before which I was almost charged by the chief, the big chief, not like the chief of the village, but like the paramount chief. So what happened was me and my uh, uh, friends in the village my, my brother's it's a cousin a cousin's son died so we were supposed to bury him and in the village we dig our own graves so when people are digging their own graves there are certain things that you have to observe so when I went into the graveyard uh, in that graveyard that's where my grandfather is buried And my grandfather's tombstone, on on, on my grandfather's tombstone. So I wiped the the, the soil, you know, the the dust. I wiped, I wiped, I wiped. And I sat, (laughs) yeah, you know, I sat on it, you know. And uh, then the people that were digging, they stopped. And everyone stopped talking when I did that. And then I was like, mm, what have I done? <laughs> and they said, he is showing off that no one can touch him because he's got the biggest moti." So I'm like, no, I'm just sitting on concrete. <laughs> <laughs> no, your grandfather will not be happy. I'm like, hmm. 1984. <laughs> he's been there. <laughs> he won't be happy. 1987, he's been down there. So I realized that, you know, what I have done is creating serious problems. Then they stopped digging. They went to call one of the elders that uh, there's something that has happened at the graveyard that they need to sort out. And then I realized I am in. Big, 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 big problems. But it's a cultural thing. From my side, it means nothing. But to the people, it means everything. Did I stand there and shout at them? No. I, what, did I, what do you think I did? I apologized. I told them I will, I will comply with whatever punishment they can give me, because I realize that I have broken a traditional thing. But from my side, in my heart, I was like, hmm. <laughs> so they say, you get a chicken or a goat. I was going to get a chicken or a goat. But then one of the elders was wise enough. He said to them, this young man didn't do this on purpose. I think It's these guys that grow up in the city and he doesn't think that this is a big problem. So they appeased everybody and that's how I got away with it. Why am I telling you that story? I'm telling you that story because many times you are as well going to do something very uncultural. And Is it uncultural? And then people are going to get very upset. But what you need to realize is that you need to be respectful enough To honor the people, not to be just like obnoxious. I see it that that's that's what is killing as well Uh, the 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 generations where other people feel because they are younger, they know better than the older people. Are you seeing what I mean? I don't think that's the case. The case is that we all have to. Be uh, uh, sensible enough to understand that what we are doing is it good or is it bad? And me as a Christian, can I do this or can I not do that? If I don't do it, am I going to do it respectfully? Now, let's just land this cultural uh, thing, you know, uh, in a few minutes. This is how you are going to deal with culture. If something is not directly opposed to God's word. If a couch allows it, there is no reason for you to ditch it at all. Because it does not go against God's word. There is nothing within the Bible that said you can't do that. You know, you, 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 you have to... You ha- if, if it's something that feel, makes you feel uncomfortable and everything, you tell the people. But if it's not in the word you can't say it's not it's it's not christian where did you see it you know and like like i have said uh, already when when it comes to i have ad, i have advised a lot of young people that get married if you've noticed a lot of young people that get married here at Swanee central have stopped spending big money on their weddings if you have stopped. If you have noticed. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Because I tell them. I tell them. I, I'm like look. It's better for you to take your wife to Mauritius. Than for you to feed 600 people. Just because you want to wear a white dress. <laughs> yes. And many of them have taken my. My. There are some that have gone out And uh, they have taken money And they have done all kinds of things And they have gotten themselves into all kinds of problems But many of them have I have married I have married young people that have the means to do it In front of their parents' house In a normal trousers And a normal (laughs) shape. And now they are becoming consultants (coughs) Because everybody who is getting married They are like how did you do it? <laughs> it's like, it, it's easy. Just go to Pastor Kelly. He will tell you. <laughs> so now I'm getting all these, all, all these guys that come, you know. So it's, it's fine. Even if, even if we just wear... I'm like, yes. Who told you that it's not fine? There is nothing in the word of God that says that on a wedding, somebody must wear something white. And there is nothing wrong if you wear something white. It is your own choosing. But it doesn't make your wedding better than the person who wore what we call traditional clothes. So if something does not go against God's word, don't allow anyone to make you feel uncomfortable about it. The second thing is that if something is amoral, it's neutral. And you feel you want to do it. Don't even think about it. Just go ahead and do it, because it's not evil. You are not killing anyone, and the Bible doesn't say we we uh, uh, prescribes how to do some some of the things that are going to happen. Is food, food. There are certain people that think that there's Christian food. Hmm. Christian food. It's like Mawotuana, uh, It's not Christian guys, <laughs> eh? Marotuan and Mala, uh, Mala You know, like by children thinks it's fear factor. <laughs> now, here is something that you have to understand. The Bible says in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians Did I put the right Corinthians there? Yeah, 2 Corinthians 4 Is it the the one? It says, are we trying to provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Everything is permissible But not everything is beneficial Everything is permissible, but not everything is edifying. From where I stand, that's how I also choose things in the culture. When I see this thing is not is not really beneficial, this thing is really not edifying. They can continue doing it, but me, I'm not going to do it. I said, mean. but it doesn't mean that if your friend is doing it, it means that they are sinners. Because that's where the problem is as well we, 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 we also make people feel like they are sinners In the New Living Translation The same scripture says You say I am allowed to do anything But not everything is good for you You say I am allowed to do anything But not everything is beneficial So don't only do things that are not beneficial You, you know when, when I was uh, When my wife and I were getting married uh, like I told you about that, those old women that, that always uh, volunteer to take the young lady and teach her. So, the lady that uh, was uh, one of our friends, at that particular time, she was a CEO of a company. She actually came here to work here in Santon. She was a CEO here uh, to one of the organizations. And uh, one day she sat me down and she says to me, She says, You know what, Ken? I know that as a Christian, you think that that thing is evil and all those things. And she says to me, I will tell you, you must expose your wife to that thing. And you know what? That is a polished woman. Like if she walked in here with those stilettos like this. But she still believes that that is good for her. She says, me, I went through that. Do you know what her, uh, her husband is? Her husband is a pilot. And he is the guy that used to fly this, the Zambian president. <laughs> you know? So you, you, we have to understand that if something is beneficial and it's within the culture, you can still do it. But the problem is that many of us think that no, because it's Christian this and Christian that, you have to be very careful to understand that the Lord helps you to be a Christian within your own context. As long as you are not living outside what the word of God says, you are now. The third, second thing it says that uh, in Proverbs fourteen twelve it says there is a way that seems right to a man but it's the end. But its end is the way of death. In the message it says, there is a way of life that looks harmless enough. Look again. It leads straight to hell. Sure, those people appear to be having a good time. But all that laughter will end in heartbreak. So, that is what you have to look out for within a couch is this thing going to end up badly is this thing going to end up okay but not labeling something in the book of revelation chapter 7 verse 9 the bible says i looked up and i saw people from every tongue. i saw people from every language i saw people from every nation why was john talking about people like that because even in heaven God will not strip you of your culture some of us will be walking around with spears in heaven yes as a ngoni as man because if, 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 if that is what John was able to see it, how did he notice that that man is from that nation how did he notice that that man is speaking that language? It means that even in heaven, do you think that you, when you die, then then you just you just you just change the bonjour? <laughs> Where did you learn bonjour? <laughs> you know, when you go to heaven, you want to greet people at a hey, bonjour. No, you'll be like lekai, eh? They go gunjan for it. we are in heaven you see because God loves your culture God God loves culture he is the one that created our culture he loves look if God doesn't love diversity all of us will have the same facial features but you might, in this crowd that is here today not two faces of the same nose that's how good god is with diversity he loves it so even in heaven he wants us you know to be to maintain that because it's nice other cultures are good with song other cultures are good with dancing other cultures are good with creating things other that is what god wants can we stand Amen. 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 Thank you so much. It's, it's, it's I know, it's not the, the, the most, the easiest. It's not the easiest discussion. But, you know, we have to have this discussion. Because it, it's one that causes a lot of uh, um, relationships to break between families. That's why you would find that when one person is saved in a family, they they create a lot of animosity between them and the rest of the family because we don't know how to navigate, you know, around, around these things. If you know how to navigate around these things, I can tell you, people will respect your, they will respect your culture. So can I pray? Dear Lord, we thank you so much today we give you all the praise and all the glory and honor because you are a great God thank you for what you are doing here at Suane Central and thank you for all the cultures that are represented here we want to pray that Lord we will honor you through our culture but we will also dear Lord look into the culture and not conform to those things that bring hurt to you or things that may hurt us So today we thank you and we bless you and we honor you because you are a good and you are a great God. So we pray and we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May the Lord richly, richly bless you. Amen. Amen. Oh, 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 victory belongs to Jesus. Big two.